Yeah, baby got a new pair of shoes. Check it out. Test. Hi, everybody. Okay, that's how I like it. That's how I like it. Welcome in. Gather round. Gather round. Let's get comfortable. You are tuned in to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. My name is John. I'm 44 years old husband, father of two small business owner, radio DJ podcaster. I have multiple sclerosis, trigeminal neuralgia, and I made this podcast to share what I'm going through. Check it out on what's the matter with me.org. And while you're there, hit subscribe at the top of the page and get an email when we release a new episode. And it'll have the selfie in it. Hold up, hold up. I gotta take the selfie. That reminds me. Gotta do what I'm talking about. Yeah. I got a pretty good look today. It's kind of professorial. My son told me I look like young Albert Einstein, which I was like, that's probably better than old Albert Einstein. I guess. Young? How young was he when he figured out all about relativity? I got to ask my phone. You know, everybody asked their phone everything nowadays. How old was Albert Einstein? Hold on, hold on. What age was Albert Einstein when he discovered the theory of relativity? He didn't really discover it. He proposed it. I was going to say he formulated it. Let's check it out. In 1905, at the age of 26... Albert Einstein proposed his special theory of relativity. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. If you make a theory, you want it to be a special theory. Einstein was way ahead. In 1905, a 26 special theory of relativity, the theory reconciled the physics of moving bodies developed by Galileo Galilei and Newton with the laws of electromagnetic radiation. Einstein was into it. I just need to take the selfie. Looking like a young Einstein. Let me get the picture. Are you getting the picture? Yeah, but I'm not getting the sound. I think I did it. Yeah, I look kind of shell-shocked. Young Einstein. Not like old Einstein. I look like the Einstein coming up with relativity. Like I just thought of it yesterday. Something that I didn't just think of yesterday, but I've been working on for a while. It's hopping hot sauce roasted pistachios. Check it out. Play the jam. Hoppin' hot sauce, it's the best hot sauce. Hoppin' hot sauce, it's the best sauce in the world. The world, I'm telling you. Yeah, Hoppin' hot sauce is on Amazon. It's probably the most important hot sauce in the world. Probably, probably the best sauce in the world. 
above all other sauces. So to make the hopping hot sauce toasted pistachios, we're always having these raw pistachios around the house and they just annoy me because I'm like, it's time to roast those so we can enjoy them. Who wants raw pistachios? They're hard to open, all that, forget it. So I preheated the oven to 350. And I got one cup of pistachios, two teaspoons whole cumin seed, one teaspoon ajinomoto, and we'll get into that, salt, and olive oil, just little. So in a bowl, I mixed together all that. And ajinomoto, that means the essence of flavor. And that's like a Japanese condiment cooking seasoning, but it's just MSG. So find yourself some MSG. I wanted to make pistachios that were like the kind you would have at the ballpark, like messy ones. So... Put the pistachios in the bowl, toss in the cumin, toss in the ajinomoto, and then uh, salt to taste you want, one teaspoon, two teaspoon, it's up to you. And then olive oil just to get that thing kind of going. And one tablespoon hopping hot sauce, that's the key that brings it all together. Mix that all up in a bowl. And then put it on a little eighth sheet pan on top of a silk hat or parchment paper or whatever you got. Put it in the 350 degree oven. It's going to be six to eight minutes. All told, you're going to stir it after four. You'll smell the cumin and become fragrant. The hopping hot sauce has cumin in it. So they'll work together. Great flavor. So that's your Hoppin' Hot Sauce Toasted Pistachio Recipe. Put that on the website. Yo, I think it's time for shout outs. Let's ding, ding, ding. Time for shout outs. Gather round. Ding, ding, ding. Shout out to Matt. Matt was into the blood episode, so he was going to come over to watch the football game. He was going to bring some enchiladas. He was like, can I bring enchiladas? Nacho cheese sauce is great on everything, depending on your outlook. I bet it would be great on some enchiladas, and he wrote back, better than blood. And I wrote back, can you eat blood? And he said, on pie. And I was like, okay, this guy has seen the episode. So, so shout out to Matt. Thanks for bringing over the enchiladas. Also got to give a big shout out, geographic shout out right now. This morning I was thinking of this ding, 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 step right up. Geographical shout out. Because we've been getting around I wanted to give a shout out to the cities and towns who've been listening to What's the Matter with Me. Check this out. We got Yakima, Pasco, Washington in the building. Somebody is leeching What's the Matter with Me in Washington. So shout outs. 
always love when I get a listener who has to listen to all of it. Of course, San Francisco, California, Sacramento, Denver, Colorado, Harrisburg, Lancaster, Lebanon, York, PA, Boston, Massachusetts, the D-Town, Detroit, Michigan, Norfolk, Portsmouth, Virginia, Lansing, Michigan, shoutouts, Chicago, Illinois, Anchorage, Alaska, Washington, D.C., Albany, Troy, New York, Philadelphia, PA, Cedar Rapids, Waterloo, Iowa, shoutouts to the Iowanians, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Portland, Oregon, Hartford, Connecticut, Peoria, Bloomington, Illinois, Grand Junction, Colorado, New York, New York, Seattle, Tacoma, Washington, Jacksonville, Florida, Fresno, CA, Miami, Florida, Springfield, Holyoke, Massachusetts. So big shout out to the sound, (laughs) big shout outs to the towns and cities who are listening to What's the Matter With Me podcast. I love that. I was just checking that out. Let's go worldwide. Can't forget the world. Of course, like you just heard, United States shout outs to Canada, UK, Germany, Netherlands, Korea, and Uzbekistan. That's the towns and cities, cities and towns that listen to this podcast. Do you ever hear someone say the name of a color and it's real gross? Like, what if there was a color scheme made up of all gross sounding colors? Like taupe. Taupe is gross. Taupe is the original gross. It's been gross for a long time. Taupe. Taupe has been gross. And what about puce? Puce. Taupe and puce. They, they would go together. My wife was like, they would sound nice. I'm like, they sound gross. What about mauve? Mauve. Mauve, birch, get out the way. Get out the way. They also sound like they'd go good together. Mauve and birch. That could be the color scheme. Just taupe, puce, mauve, and birch. That's a gross, gross sounding color scheme disgusting if you've been listening to what's the matter with me something else that is kind of disgusting depending is getting a facial tattoo it's kind of hip right now to get a neck tattoo just it seems like that in culture you see that a lot and there was a time when that was crazy like getting a facial tattoo But an alternative to getting a facial tattoo is to subscribe to the newsletter on what's the matter with me.org. Just try it. You could have a drawer, a drawer full of ideas. You could just always be deciding. You don't have to pull the trigger and get that facial tattoo. You don't. 
I don't think. Just click subscribe. It's your time. If I would ever have an advertiser, you know, a lot of podcasts have advertisers on them and we don't because they, you know, it's about health and there's always so many advertisers. I wanted to make this a space free of this, this or that will cure you. People don't listen to what's the matter with me to get cured. No, this is a a safe space for having things wrong with you. You don't have to get cured here. Anyhow, but if I did have an ad here, if I did have an ad, a good one might be for tattoo removal. Listeners to What's the Matter with Me podcast are often getting facial tattoos removed. Maybe. Maybe I could dream. Man, swearing nursery rhymes. My wife and I were sitting around when we're not thinking of ideas for facial tattoos. Actually, I'm the only one that thinks of that. But when I'm not, we're not. And instead, I'm thinking about swearing nursery rhymes. And my wife is looking at me like, no. And I'm like... What if we had swearing nursery rhymes? That'd be great, right? And she's like, why? And I'm like, little Miss Muffet sat on her motherfucking tuffet eating her curds and whey shit. I don't know who the target market is for, I guess it's you. I guess you're the target market. I got new shoes and I'm kind of psyched, psyched on it. I think I've been wearing my old shoes, at least the model, the make and model of my old shoes. I had the exact same shoes on my feet for years and they were good, but then they got discontinued during the pandemic. I actually got another pair of them and they were a lot, I, in my opinion, they were lower in quality. So now I got new shoes. I went to this spot in San Jose. It's a, it's a chain. They have one in Redwood City. Okay, it's called Walk Right for Life. So I went to the one in San Jose because my parents were in San Jose. That's the grandparents. And then I can visit them. The kids can visit. It's in West San Jose at Westgate Mall. Walk Right for Life is the name of it. In Westgate Center, 4701 Hamilton Avenue, San Jose, California. So they're kind of like a shoe shop. They'll set you up. I came in there in my wheelchair. I needed an odd size shoe because my AFO, I got like super wide and it's still not wide enough. And it puts my shoe to sleep, puts my foot to sleep. And so I got a new shoe from these guys and it's all custom it has like these things called gores in it um which is a kind of velcro expander kind of makes your shoe so it's a little wider 
So it's kind of a crazy shoe that's it's a lot of straps and and it's pebbled leather so it has this kind of pocked exterior and textured exterior and then my AFO goes inside the shoe is wide enough these gores help it expand my old shoe that I've been wearing for years would make my foot go to sleep in like 45 minutes. It started hurting me. Um, on the bottom of the ball of my foot, I have like a callus where the shoe would press. And so this one fits a lot better. I got way more custom work. You know, instead of just going on Zappos, I was able to go in a show, a store and buy what I needed and then get a claim check for customization that I'm obviously going to have to have because my AFO makes my right, my right foot like a five or six wide. So I can't wear like normal shoes. Like I said, I've been wearing the same shoes. So it was a big deal to move into new shoes and they're a little pebble leather a lot of straps they have kind of a rhythm nation vibe but the reality is i can walk in them and they're better for balancing because i can feel my heel in the shoe the shoe itself is like deeper we special ordered them and then they customized them once they came in so I had a, a good experience. I'm still having a good experience with the shoes. I'm getting used to them. But it's a big deal. I've been wearing the same exact shoe making model for years. So I got new shoes. Yeah, I just got them. Fine. It took some weeks to special order them, then get them fit and customized and try that and that didn't work perfectly so I had to send them back and try again it it did work and I felt like I had a partner in this experience rather than just sending back my shoes to Zappos over and over trying to get the right size and never really getting there my buddy came over for lunch, I think, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, in the middle of January. And he was like, I'm doing this dry January. And I looked at him, I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, I can't be a chooser here. I got to have my friend come over. I got to be welcoming to him. I can't judge him because he's, doing some kind of dry January. So, you know, if you listen to the podcast, I'm always not, I'm not super dry kind of. So my buddy was like, I'm doing dry January. Have you heard about this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I heard about it. And he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's midway through January. And he's like, I feel so different. I have less anxiety. And, you know, my body feels different and sleeping and all yada, yada, yada. And I'm listening to it. 
I'm just like bummed, you know, I'm like, I have someone over. Finally, I have someone in my house and this is what they talk about. But, you know, I went to therapy. I I realized when you have resistance, there's something behind it often. So it was like, maybe I should try this thing. It's already the middle of January. So I'm like, how bad could it be? It's already half over. But then I kind of lost the gumption somewhere in the afternoon. And then when it came time, I was like, okay. Okay, I talked to my wife. I was like, my my buddy's doing this half. He's doing this dry January. And I I feel competitive with him. Um, So I was like, I got to do this. You know, he says it's all this and that. I got to do it. So, but how much do I have to do it? Eventually, by the end of the night, I had a couple of beers. So I talked with my wife. I was like, all right, let's do this thing. One or two beers, half January. One or two beers, half January. I mean, it's finally over. I've been at it for half a month now, though. You know, I've been having one or two beers every night. No more than two beers. And I'm even going to have to go through a couple days more of it because I, I put in the wine delivery today, of course. But it's not coming until Saturday. So we're going to have to make it on one or two beers beginning of February. So my dry January, one or two beers, half January. What what did I tell my wife? I was like, my life is, if your life is bad, this will make it worse. Anyhow, you know, that, that works for some people and, you know, more power to them. I had to get competitive. The guy was my old guitar player and I didn't want to, have him be like, well, I did this, you know, and I I had to get out there and compete. One thing that, you know, I hope we don't have to see competition about. I read an op-ed in The Guardian, January 25th by Francis Bryan. Think of this, a plan to warehouse disabled people. What kind of nation is Britain becoming? Subtitle, cash-starved Bristol City Council is not the real villain here, but its proposed strategy tells us some lives matter more than others. And I'll put a link to this on the website. Check it out. You want to hear more. But it's the story of a man who has cerebral palsy, who's lived in an accessible housing, supported by assistance. For 30 years, these guys live like this. And there's a dwindling municipal resources. And instead of this accessible housing and assistance, it's pack, pack him up, pack your bags in move to a centralized location to, quote, 
It is the stuff of a domestic horror movie. A bureaucrat deems your life too expensive and you're forced to pack your bags and spend the rest of your days in an institution. One in five council leaders in England now warning they're likely to declare bankruptcy in the next 15 months and the governing conservative party already checked out. Such unpalatable choices are only going to spread. The risk, as ever, is what starts off shocking soon enough becomes the new normal. We should all be wary of the ease with which we convince ourselves that rationing public services is perfectly okay as long as it's really necessary. When tough economic times hit, it is remarkable how quickly the unthinkable becomes permissible, at least when it's happening to other people. In his bungalow, markets finding escapism by binge-watching Mr. Bates vs. the Post Office. A drama about another ordinary com- campaigner who took on injustice and won. I can watch TV, what TV I'd like, he reflects. I couldn't do that in a home. These are the simple parts of life we all take for granted. Sleeping in our own bed, choosing what's for tea, or which box set to watch. Mark is all too aware of how basic rights suddenly come under threat. If it can happen in Bristol, he says, it can happen anywhere. That's Francis Ryan, an opinion columnist in The Guardian. Speaking of watching TV, we had our friends over to watch the football game. And I barely cooked the beans again. I think they were kind of undercooked. They didn't mash. They were too much work mashing. I should have known. It kind of didn't matter. We had a good time that night. My wife and I were laying up in bed and we were just laughing. That's that's the good stuff. Thank you for tuning in to What's the Matter with Me podcast. Send me an email. John at hoppinworld.com J-O-H-N at H-O-P-P-I-N-W-O-R-L-D dot com or use the contact form on what's the matter with me dot org remember always subscribe just so i can email you the more people i can send this selfie the better i think thanks for tuning in i'll catch you next week until then i hope nothing at all changes don't ever Keep in touch, don't ever change.